Welcome to the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast. This thing is huge. It's the greatest, most outrageous, incredibly fun podcast on the internet today. It's all about the Donald, the most spectacular entrepreneur alive today. For entrepreneurs who also want to dominate their market and destroy their competition. I'm Steve Cypress, here with my co-host, Everett Farnell. Welcome to another episode of the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump Podcast. Steve Cypress here for another, trust me, believe me, unbelievable, phenomenally awesome, the best ever episode. And with me, as always, is my phenomenally excellent co-host, Mr. Everett Farnell. Steve, it's a pleasure, as always. And i got to tell you something. What we have today, if the people listen to it, if they follow it, they're going to end up treating their competition like a Syrian airstrip. Oh! <laughs> Bombs away! And kind of what we wanted to talk about today is uh, Donald Trump, you know, he ran the whole campaign as America first, and, uh, you know, he's tweeting at Obama, like, years ago with the red line, whatever, like, oh, don't mess around in Syria, Middle East, you know, let them kill each other, like, we got nothing to do with it, and I'm not bothering with Assad, and regime change doesn't work, and a who, and a han, whatever, and, you know, we're not going in there, and then... He's been in office, immediately comes in office, and we're bombing Syria. There you go. Boom. Yeah, blow them up. And, now, yeah, right, just blow them up. And under the, now the excuse comes out like, well, but, you know, he's killed babies. Like, yeah, but there's vicious dictators all around the world killing babies all the time. I don't see you bombing China and everywhere else that's doing it forever and whatever. Now, of course, this allows the anti-Trumpers to get all their panties in a bunch and get up in a wad and go crazy and go like, oh, he lied when he said we're not going into Syria, because now he is. And, you know, this guy's a wild maniac lunatic. You don't know what he's going to do next, and a who, and a ha, and, like, this is terrible stuff. And in reality, Everett, what's the real truth behind a guy who does that? Not only are the anti-Trumpers up in arms about it, but the pro-Trumpers are up in arms about it, too. Everybody's pissed off at him. And the truth is that if you're going to operate a business or if you're going to be president of the United States, there's one thing that is more important, perhaps, than anything else, and that's the willingness to be flexible. You have right. to be willing to change it. You cannot get so married to a position. See, ideologues end up getting crushed. They get crushed in politics. They get crushed in business. They get crushed in the real world. Well, now, to the point, we saw, uh, we saw Trump crush 17 of them, whatever, all through the campaign, who were sticking to their this, and I'm sticking to that, and I'm sticking to this, and like, boom, you're gone. Right, and they're, they're just right out the door. And that's what happened. See, I cannot tell you the number of business owners that I just want, I want to beat my head against the wall because they have these preconceived notions that they're married to about their business, about their industry, about ways of marketing, about things that they've done. That doesn't work. Oh, this doesn't work. Oh, you can't do that. Oh, right, uh, that's not know, the way we do things here. We don't you don't understand, like, Everett. Exactly. I get that because I have clients all over the world. That, uh, no, you don't understand yeah. in this area, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. That's the so, way it's done here. Exactly. And, of course, that's the way it's done here is just a recipe for that the way that I want to lose. I want to be a loser, and I don't ever want to adjust. And the truth is that you got to adjust. You have to make a little change. If you don't make a little change, if you don't adjust, if you're not willing to step out of your preconceived notions, if you're not willing to step out of the beliefs that you have married yourself to, then one thing is for sure. You're going to get crushed. You're going to get crushed in business, 
it's the big thing with big companies. It's the hardest deal with big companies is that they have committees and they have this and they have that. Now, they have hundreds of millions of dollars to spend on marketing, and they're so flush with cash they can manage through. But the advantage that we have as entrepreneurs over big companies is that we can change next minute. We can change that's tomorrow. Right. Well, that's we can the, change the, next that's hour. big company. That's the analogy, the cruise ship analogy. I mean, it's just so takes a long time to turn or to stop that thing. That big business is so big that for them to make a turn change, like you said, they got the committee this and the department of that, and then they got the C-level this and the who and the ha, and we, now we got to go to the shareholders and small business people. We can be nimble. We can be flexible, and that's what you see with Donald Trump. Yeah, but you can't be flexible if in your head you're talking about this is, uh, uh, oh, this is the only way that it is. It, it's, you know, we don't do just what we said. We don't do that here. That marketing doesn't work. Teleseminars don't work in my business. Well, now, you know, here's an example from real life. I had read and studied Ray Kroc for years, but now it's accessible to everybody. If you can find it on Netflix or whatever, this movie, The uh, the Founder, Mm -hmm. this movie about Ray Kroc, and that comes on all over and over. For people that don't know, Ray Kroc did not invent McDonald's. He bought the restaurant. He first partnered with the people that had the McDonald's restaurants, and they were constantly doing this, what you're warning against, Everett. They were constantly telling him, no, we don't do it that way. Every time he came up with an innovation, they would push back and say no. He said, you know, we got this miraculous new recipe for milkless milkshakes that we can make from, (laughs) we don't have to have fresh, it was ice creamless milkshake. We don't need the fresh ice cream refrigerated and in all the stores. It's going to save so much money. We can make it from a powder. This is going to be awesome, save a ton of money. It tastes great. And they were just like, I don't want to hear it. There's no way we're doing milkshakes without ice cream. No way, no how, forget it, hoo-ha. They were always doing that to him. And Ray Kroc, I think that was the one, the straw that finally broke the camel's back. He said, find me a way to break my contract with them and go out on my own because they are just not flexible. Well, and I'm pretty sure I haven't watched that movie yet, which is a a failing on my part. I will love it. I know I will. But but the problem is my kids and my wife and nobody else in my family. (laughs) So it's one that I got to watch myself. But here's the thing. Just as a side note, and and correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure he didn't buy the restaurant from them. What he did was buy the master franchise rights from them. And yeah, well, that's all I meant. I mean, I'm not going to go into all the yeah. details. And, of course, everyone, I'm sure, no, no, listen, that's... almost all of them have watched the movie. I'm just saying the reason he broke, up, broke away from them is what you're saying. They were not flexible. Yeah. And I see that with lots of business owners who do the same thing. No, this has been, you know, Steve, especially to hire me or you, a consultant, with some, to, what to them is out-of-the-box new fangled thinking, even though what everything I teach and everything you teach and everything we talk about here in the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast is based on over a 100 years of proven success. But to them, ooh, that's something new and out of the box, and we just don't do that here. And that's not the way it's done, and we blah, 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 and a hoo and a ha, and I'm like, yeah, but there's a better way. Wouldn't you be open to a better way? And if they're not, you just can't work with them, and I have to go find another client. Well, yeah, because it, 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 you know, I'm going to pay you to tell what they're what those people are saying is I'm going to pay you so that you can tell me that what I'm doing is the right way to do it, and there's nothing I can do to improve my business. Well, I'm not interested. Yeah, well, like I said, then I have to find a new client because I, I don't need exactly. anyone to pay me for me to just tell them that you're, everything's great, you couldn't improve everything, keep doing what you're doing 100 million percent. In fact, I tell people, sometimes I tell them that when I do one of my free strategy sessions, 
somebody call. I will tell him that. You see the same thing on the Shark Tank show once in a while. A guy comes on, he says, I need an investment, and the shark looks right at him and goes, no, you don't. You don't need us. You don't need an investment. Keep doing what you're doing and go crazy. Like, that, okay, so that's true. But if then if I take a guy on as a client, I thought that we had an understanding. That means you would like me to give you some new and better things to do than what you're doing. And so they're, if they're going to be inflexible to bad thing, now you're going to have to put up with the naysayers, as usual with everything, and you're seeing that with Trump. He's got to put up, like you said, from both sides, all directions, as usual, the whole swamp is all mad at him because that's not the way it's done, and you said this, but then you did that. And like, yeah, but America elected a successful entrepreneur to the White House, and a successful entrepreneur is flexible. Like you said, maybe not above everything else, but it's one of the big hallmarks that's the difference between an entrepreneur and a who can be flexible. Now, here's a question. Is it possible, Everett, to be too flexible? Oh, certainly. Yeah, I mean, you, you, you can't change direction every time any minor little glitch comes your way, any minor little bit of resistance. A mentor of mine described it like this. He said, you have to be stubborn, but you have to be smart stubborn, not stupid stubborn. Well, the, right, because uh, we just described the stupid stubborn, which is like, exactly. we're not going to do it, not because the merits of that idea are no good, not because it's going to save a lot of money, not because it tastes the same. Not, it's just because, gee... We didn't think of that, or we haven't done it like that ever. So that's right. stupid stubborn. That's stupid stubborn. Now, smart stubborn. We're going to stick to the mistaken way we're doing it just because we are. Just because we've always done it that way, or just because I don't think the other way works, or just because... Right, so we, we've already covered that. You want to be flexible. My question is, is it possible yeah. to be too flexible? Yes, it is. So what, we want to, what you want to do is you want to be flexible enough to test and to thoroughly test and measure and make sure something is working or not working. Of course, you and I focus substantially on marketing, but by, by necessity, that moves into some operations. But we're marketing guys, and that's really what the podcast is about. So from a marketing point of view, you have to be willing to test and to measure and to work and to change a few variables and really try and get something to work. But you don't want to do a mailing and say, oh, shit, I didn't get the response on that mailing. I mailed you know, 200 postcards, and I got, didn't get the response I wanted to, so I'm not going to use the postcards anymore. That's too flexible. I'm going to find another method to use. That's too flexible. So being open to trying new things, but at the first little bit of resistance, changing and trying something else and changing and trying something else and changing and trying something else means that you're never going to see anything through to success. On the other hand, being married and dogmatic about beliefs or about ideas or pieces of your business mean that you're never open enough to to be flexible to get new and fresh ideas in. So there's a sweet spot, and I wish I could give somebody a formula to figure out the sweet spot, but it's one of those experiential, you know it when you see it kind of things. Well, right. Another reason America elected Donald Trump is because as a successful entrepreneur, he has a great gut feelings, and you hear that a lot. And so if you're not allowing yourself to be flexible or if you're being too flexible, you're usually it's because you're not listening to your gut. And your gut, by the way, isn't just a mass of something in your stomach. It's a co- complete collection of all of your combined experience, knowledge, and wisdom going through the ups and downs you've been going through for your entire career so that when you see a situation, you've got a feeling about it. And it's not just a feeling. So the, the trust your gut really makes sense. Okay, It's not just some random feeling you have. You have some feeling because you can't pinpoint it but sometimes, but you've seen it something similar before. and you, you just can't put your finger on it, but you know this just doesn't smell right. 
or you know, this right. seems like it could be a good idea. Well, that's, again, a hallmark of a successful entrepreneur. You've gone through ups and downs. You didn't just take a nine-to-five job for 40 years, which was always the same with a few changes. All oh, the boss changed. They moved your cubicle. Not that kind of stuff. I'm saying you're constantly putting yourself into new positions as an entrepreneur, and then you can trust your experience from that so that you want to be flexible but not wishy-washy blowing in the wind. Okay, I like to right. say that your goals are etched in concrete and your plans are written in sand. So that okay. I have a goal, I'm going to build my business to $10 million. And I think I'm going to do it by doing this. But if it ends up that something comes along to change that, well, sure, then I'll do this. But I'm not changing my main goal, which is to build my business to this level. So your main goal, that's not, you know, your main principles, your main goal, we're not talking about that. You'd be, so in other words, if someone comes to you and says, I got an idea now, it's a little bit illegal, uh, it's really on the borderline, and it can be seen as illegal, but you say, like, no, 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 that, I'm not going to be flexible in that regard. Like, I'm not flexible with my my basic beliefs that I don't do anything illegal in my business or unethical to make money. No, there I'm crossing the line. A marketing strategy idea that you hear on Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast, if you're out there having a knee-jerk reaction going, yeah, those guys are crazy, they'll never work in this area, they just don't understand that uh, blah, 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 and you shut it all off, whether you hear from us or anyone else, we're just suggesting you've made a mistake. That if you haven't tested and tracked that now, yeah, maybe even tried it 10 years ago, but times change. And that's what we're talking oh, about with the whole Syria thing, whatever. Well, you know, Trump said this three years ago, but now things have changed. Now you've got Russia's involved there, and North Korea's doing this, and China's doing that, and, you know, Boko Haram is doing this, and ISIS is doing that, and we had leadership here for eight years, which was withdrawing and being weak and letting everyone stomp all over us, all over, and all of our, our allies. So now it's time, and Trump might have said from day one, I will look for, at some point in the first six months that I'm president, some opportunity to take some swift and decisive action against something so heinous so that I can send a message to the entire world no more wishy-washy, you can walk all over us, USA. And when this came up, babies being gassed, he said, you know, that could be it. That could be the thing I need to just send a message to everybody because things have changed. And so always look for the fact that things could have changed. So even if you tried something where we're suggesting you do and you say, oh, I tried that 10 years ago, things might have changed from 10 years ago. Why not try it again? What's the worst that could happen? You try it out. didn't work. Exactly. I agree with you 100%. We've got to keep an open mind. Like you said, your goals have to be written in concrete. They can't be wishy-washy or adjustable. You're in your business. You stick to your business. You stick to your goals. But you've got to be open enough to test other methods of getting to your goals. And, and uh, I mean, I think that methods wraps it up. of getting to your goals, this week's advanced tip is a phenomenal one, folks. It's really something you're going to enjoy. For those of you that go to LessonsLearnedFromDonaldTrump.com, and you will see the contact information for Everett and for myself, so we'll get on the phone with you. We'll tailor, we'll give you the advanced tip, and we'll tailor the solution that we're offering to you to your specific situation in your business, and you can come away smelling like roses and making some money. So get on over there for the advanced tip. And join us again here next week for another episode of the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump Podcast. 
You've just listened to the most terrific podcast on the internet today. If you want to be a winner like Trump, make sure you go listen to the rest of the episodes by going to LessonsLearnedFromDonaldTrump.com. And join us next time. Unless you like being a loser, some people do, I guess.